If I asked you, what is the focal point of your life? I think a lot of us would answer in some form or fashion, us. We are the focal point of our lives. Well, for the follower of Jesus Christ, making disciples needs to be the focal point of our lives. Welcome back to the Pass It On Weekly Podcast. Uh, my name is Dave, and I want to get real practical and tactical with you this week on the hows of discipleship. You want to make disciples because it was Jesus's last commands, one of his last commands, and one of the most important expressions of love that you could show another individual. I, I can't think of any more important focal point in all of life. You have to decide that it should be the greatest focal point in your own life. We said a few weeks ago that you have to desire to do this. You have to want to do this. I encourage you to move from being a fan of Jesus to being a true follower of Jesus. You have to get yourself out of the way because at the heart of discipleship, it's about loving other people enough that you yourself are willing, not the pastor, not me, not your mom, not the person next to you. It's the person in your seat that you are willing and loving enough to do a couple things. Number one, to help a person place his or her faith in Jesus Christ. That's evangelism. And number two, then help them or her form their life around Jesus, becoming more and more like him. That's sanctification. That's maturing in faith. Disciple, discipling makes, ma makes both of those things important parts of your life. And, and there's really four must-haves when you're talking about discipling a person. The truth found in God's Word is a must-have. We base everything on the truth of God's Word. If you're going to be a disciple of Jesus Christ, you need to put your focus on God's Word because that's where we find the truth of life, the truth of everything. The second thing, a second must-have as a disciple of Jesus Christ is we need each other. We need God's people, the body of Christ. The third thing, not only do you need God's word, not only do you need truth in your life, not only do you need God's people in your life, the body of Christ, but you need the Holy Spirit. It's a must-have. You can't do this life as a disciple of Jesus Christ without the Holy Spirit and without his help. And then the last thing, number four, you need a clear mission, a clear mission. And I call these, I call these essentials because they are must-haves when it comes to being a disciple of Jesus Christ. I want to I break down these four things for you. The first thing that we said was God's word. Scripture is vital. Scripture is vital. It's the truth that we point to. It's our true north. When we're teaching truths to people, when we are discipling others, uh, we need to know about God and how we're to obey him. Apart from scripture, we can't know that. We need to be in the word. And, and don't get me wrong, because there's a lot of good teaching out there. There's a lot of good resources. There's a lot of good books. But I always find that it falls flat compared to the word of God. The word of God is essential when we are being discipled, and when we are discipling others, we need God's word. You'll find as people want to be discipled, it's usually people who are interested 
indifferent answers that what anything in the world will give them. They've heard all those things. God's word has a unique way of cutting through all of the weak answers that the world gives and gives absolute truth. If, and here's, here's the big if, if they will put it into practice. You can't just read God's word and do nothing. You have to read God's word and obey what it says. The second must-have, the second big thing that we must have if we're going to be disciples of Jesus Christ and disciple Jesus, disciple people in, in the way of Jesus is we need the people of God. We need those relationships. Those are vital. Those are essential in disciple-making. Jesus' method, above all, guys, was relational. He walked with people. He talked with people. He was with them. They experienced life with them. And so, like Jesus, we must we got to engage in meaningful relationships with pe- with people with the people of God. We need each other. We're discipling so that we can relate to them, love them, and teach them scripture, help them to obey it in practical ways. But relationships and scripture aren't even enough. You need A third thing, you need the Spirit of God. The Spirit of God is the power behind you. The Spirit of God is is what turns the wheels. Ultimately, the Spirit of God is the only thing, the only thing that can transform a person. Scripture teaches us it is the Spirit who convicts a person of sin and draws that person to a place in, in their faith in Jesus Christ. In John chapter 16, we read about that. In 1 John chapter 2, we read about that. And then God tells us that the Holy Spirit brings change in our life. And when we're discipled, when we're in a discipleship relationship, it's the Holy Spirit who transforms us from one degree of glory to the next. Have you ever, have you ever tried to disciple someone? Have you ever tried to drag somebody along in their faith? It doesn't work, right? You've, you've probably tried that, and it, it doesn't work. It's God's Spirit that awakens us inside It's God's Spirit that changes. It's God's Spirit that empowers us along with the Word of God, along with the people of God. We need the Spirit of God. And then then there's still something missing, and that is a clear vision, a clear mission, a clear purpose. The mission is this, the mission of Jesus Christ. It's that intentionality factor that grounds discipling relationships in purpose, forethought, and strategy. When we walk into a room, when we, when we wake up in the morning, we need to have our agenda cleared for God's agenda. You know, we make plans, we, we do all of our things, but guys, if God, if God isn't in it, if his plan is not in it, we are just, we're just walking around, okay? We need God's mission uh, involved in our life, and that's, that's part of discipleship, is we need to be clear about the mission, and that's and that's to make Jesus known. That it, that's Jesus' mission. He wanted. He came to this earth to give us a plan, to give us a way out. The good news, the gospel of Jesus Christ. That's what we need to be about when we're when we're in a discipleship uh, relationship. We need to be talking to people and explaining to them and showing them how to make the mission very clear. And that is that is to make Jesus known to the world because he's the only hope. Of the world, Matthew chapter seven is a pretty interesting uh, chapter because uh, it describes 
uh, two people. It describes someone who is building their house on themselves, building their life on themselves. The focal point of their life is themselves. And Matthew chapter 7 calls that building your house on the sand. When all of these waves come, when, when the floods come, when the winds come, when life comes in and beats you up, if your house is built on you, if your house is built on the sand, it's going to fall. It needs to be built on the rock of Jesus Christ. And here's what it says in Matthew chapter 7, verses 24 through 27. Everyone then who hears these words of mine and does them will be like a, what? A wise man who built his house on the rock. I want to be a wise man. And and the rain fell and the floods came and the winds blew and beat that house, but it didn't fall because it had been founded on the rock. And everyone who hears these words of mine and does not do them will be like the foolish man. I don't want to be a foolish man. He builds his house on the sand. The rain fell and the floods came and the winds blew and beat against that house and it fell. And great was the fall of it. Build your house on the rock of Jesus Christ, not on yourself, not on the sand. It's so important to hear that. Here's another goal as you move forward in into discipleship, and, and that's some that's moving someone from moving ourselves and other people from being just a hearer of the word, like James says, but moving into a doer of the word, moving from a fan to a follower. A fan is someone who says, yay, I love Jesus. A follower is someone who puts their faith in Jesus and gets in the word, has the Holy Spirit of God in their life, surrounds themselves with the people of God, and has a clear mission, and that is the mission of Jesus Christ. And we become a follower that way. Here's one of the things that I would love for uh, all of our students in our ministry and anybody who's hearing, really. I would love for you to become a self-feeder, not just a spoon-fed believer. That's my goal for you here. And so building your house on the rock of Jesus Christ, I want you to understand that you have to self-feed. You have to be the one to get up in the morning, read your word, get in the word of God. Start your day by getting into the word of God, getting the truth of God in your life. Be around good believers. Be be around other people that are going to encourage you. The book of Hebrews talks about that, that we shouldn't forsake gathering together because we need to be encouraged by the body of Christ. And then not only that, but pray that the Spirit of God will empower you, will empower you and will change you, will convict you of things you need to change in your life. And then have a clear mission. Live on mission for Jesus Christ. I'm going to leave you with an illustration uh, that I brought uh, to youth group. And, and that, that, was, that was an illustration that I can't show you, so you're just going to have to imagine it, all right? But I had two sponges, and uh, each one of those sponges, guys, we discipleship is like being a sponge. We are all sponges, all right? And as a disciple of Jesus Christ, and as a disciple maker, in Jesus Christ, we're all sponges. Everything in your life, and here's how it works, everything in your life around you, you're going to soak in, okay? So if you surround yourself with not the Word of God, but with all the other junk that's out there, you soak in that a little bit, and that, that gets soaked in because you're a sponge. Even though you think, hey, I'm strong, I can do this, you're a sponge. You're going to soak some of that stuff in. 
if you're around the people of God, okay, you're gonna be uh, you're gonna be soaking in some good stuff. But if you hang around some people that are just dragging you down, you're like that other sponge, and you start soaking that in, and all the stuff that you hear from from some of the friends that maybe they're not so good, right? You're soaking it in, you're soaking it in, and then you know you think about the Holy Spirit of God, just that empowerment in your life. You know, you think that that power comes from you. Then you start soaking that in instead of the Spirit of God, which which you should be soaking in. All of that stuff gets soaked in. A clear mission. If you have a mission that is all about you, if the focal point of your life is you, everything that you're soaking in, guys, here's the thing. You pour out. Everything that comes in goes out just like a sponge. So if you put the Word of God, if you soak in the Word of God, if you soak in uh, just your relationships with the people of God. If you soak in the power from the Holy Spirit, if you soak in uh, His conviction in your life and, his, and He can help change you, if you soak in His mission, His clear mission, guys, we're going to be pouring that out onto others. And that's what discipleship is. What you take in, you'll pour out. So take in good stuff, guys. It really matters. Thanks for joining us today. I just I just want to pray with you. Uh, this is the start for a lot of you for uh, school this year. So God, we just lift up our students and anybody who's listening to this really. But Lord, I just pray uh, for each one of those students as they go back to school this week, God, that you would empower them and give them truth from your word, God, that you would surround them uh, with the people of God in their school, God, that they can that they can have people that rally around them, that encourage them throughout the week, God. I pray for your spirit to empower them, Lord. And I pray, God, that they would have a clear mission ahead of them as they walk through those schoolway halls, God, that you would just give them a clear mission. And that is making you known, Jesus. I pray this in your name. Amen. Pass It On is a ministry of Gaylord E. Free Church and the Gathering Youth Group.